Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer today. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along as we get into the Word of God and pray over it daily, and we believe it makes a difference. So if you're here back day after day, I love having you. Welcome. I thank you for being part of this community of people who are seriously about growing in our faith and in our Christ-likeness. And if you're new today, also welcome. I hope you'll subscribe, hit the notify, the like button, and uh, leave a comment. Let me know who you're, where you're from. And of course, make sure and share with your friends. You know, we have a secret weapon. As Christians, we have something that other religions don't have. A lot of people think all religions are alike, and all religions basically do the same things. Well, you know, all religions do have, usually most of them have a, some sort of authoritative text. Most of them pray. Most of them have a moral code. But just because they have one doesn't mean they're the same. And uh, today's story, we like to read on Saturday mornings, we read a story from my book called Taking It to Their Turf. And today's story will show you how really what we have is different. And I think you'll really enjoy it. By the way, if you don't have a copy of this book yet, make sure and write us and request one. at Go to my website, tomthepreacher.com, hit the Contact Us button, and just request one, and we'd be glad to send you a copy if you'll read it, uh, or if at least you'll start. If you think if you'll start, I don't think you'll be able to put it down. This is uh, called Praying for a Pagan. It's a true story, and this took place at Texas A&M University a number of years ago. Are you ready? Here we go. Never underestimate the power of prayer to change a hard heart. I was preaching at Texas A&M University to a generally respective and curious crowd, which, by the way, Texas A&M traditionally is one of the more receptive campuses I go on. Anyway, as I finished, a petite girl approached me and wanted to talk further. Actually, she wanted to argue. I think I should warn you in advance, she began. I'm president of the PSA. Now, the only PSA I knew of at the time was an airline operating by that name. She didn't look like your typical CEO, so I inquired as to what PSA was. The Pagan Student Alliance, she said with an air of confidence. Many people don't realize how common paganism is on our campuses today. I rarely preach anymore without at least a few pagans in the audience. I'm not talking about unbelievers. I'm talking about pagans. Okay, I've explained this. This is not pagans in a general sense, i.e. non-Christians. But in a specific sense, people refer to their religious belief as pagan. In most cases, pagans also refer to themselves as witches. Pagans tend to be very interested in spirituality and are therefore drawn to Christians. However, however it's rare that they have much interest in becoming a Christian. Angie seemed to fit the bill, interested in spirituality, not interested in Christ. She wanted to prove that she was just as spiritual as Christians are. And by the way, they usually do want to prove that. I'm just as spiritual as you Christians are. As might be expected, our conversation didn't go too far. Both of us seemed very set in our ways. It was obvious we were getting nowhere, and I needed to go. So I asked Angie if I could pray for her. She wasn't excited about the idea, but because pagans are so open, open and tolerant, I knew she couldn't say no. I put my arm around her and began to talk to, the, uh, to a father she had never met. 
I didn't use my prayer to preach a sermon to her when she couldn't interrupt me. I simply verbalized a sincere prayer for her that ushered her into the presence of the living God. When I finished, she quickly thanked me and turned to walk away. I don't think she wanted me to notice the tears welling up in her eyes. If Angie's story ended there, it would be, I would be pleased with our interaction. However, there's a second chapter to this story. Fast forward two years later when I returned to Texas A&M University. As the day ended, I called students to make a public decision for Christ and to join me for a closing prayer. About 40 or 50 students came forward. We sang Amazing Grace, and then I prayed for the students and for the campus. When we finished, a young lady approached me and asked if I recognized her. It was Angie. She joined with us in the circle of prayer and praise. Two years ago, when we talked and you prayed for me, I wasn't ready to receive Christ. But your prayer touched me deeply, and now things have changed, she said. I became a Christian several months ago, and my boyfriend did as well. We're telling the pagans about Jesus, and I'm praying that many of them will get saved. Hallelujah. Fellow Christians, our access to God in prayer is truly our secret weapon. The pagans don't have it. The Muslims don't have it. And the religionists don't have it. Through Christ, we can confidently approach God and talk to him like he's a father who truly loves us. Our secret weapon is can change this world one life at a time. Let's make sure and use it. I talk about this as being our secret weapon, and I believe it is. You know, when other people talk about prayer, they have ideas of rote prayers, memorized prayers, stale prayers, unemotional prayers, unpersonal prayers, uh, prayers that are, are not, that prayers that are rehearsed, not prayers that are talking like we Christians pray where we pray to our Father, where we talk to our God, where we know that we can come to Him boldly through the blood of Jesus Christ, that we're accepted, we're loved, we're talking to our Abba, our Father, our Daddy in heaven. Others don't have this. If you pray with a pagan, they're not used to what, Angie wasn't used to what she heard me do. And, and she could stand there and argue with me about how she was just as spiritual as Christians are and just as good as Christians are and just as moral as Christians are. But she couldn't talk to God the way, the way I could. Why? Because I'm a Christian, and she's not. I'm accepted, and she wasn't. I'm forgiven, and she wasn't. Just whether they're pagan or legalist or Pharisees, Muslims, Hindus, whatever they are, they're all legalists trying to reach God, trying to be good enough, trying to, they don't come, they don't pray to him as if they are already accepted. They pray to him out of a duty and a fear in order to be accepted. Brothers and sisters, you and I are loved by God. We're accepted by God through the blood of Christ. We've got something different. Never, ever underestimate that. Now, years ago, I would often tell, if someone said to me, Tom, will you pray for me? I would often, sure, I'll pray, and they'd share a prayer request, and I would, you know, my figure of my next quiet time or sometime that later in the day, I would pray for them. Well, I can't tell you how many times I failed to remember to pray to someone. I, I have no idea. I'm sure you have as well. 
where some, we were asked, and I failed to do so. And so as a result, I've developed a new habit, and that is when someone asks me to pray for them, I agree to do so, and I do it immediately, right then. I make sure that I fulfill their request right then. That's why I prayed for Angie right then on the spot. I've learned not to just say, oh, I'll pray for Angie later in the day, or I'll pray for her when I get home. I'll pray for her right then when I remember, when it's fresh. And when I do that, I, I, that's how I discovered the power of this. That's how I discovered that when I pray with an unbeliever right on the spot, and unbelievers are glad to have us pray for them. If you find someone in a crisis, someone in a difficulty, someone at work, a neighborhood, a neighbor, a friend, a family member, whoever, and something's not going well in their life, it could be a relationship, an illness, a money issue, a, a, a struggle of any sort, simply say, I'm so sorry. To, can, can I say a prayer for you? And do it right then. Do it right then, out loud, in their presence with them. Say, I, I could pray for you right now. And, and it opens doors because people hear us pray. They hear us come to the Father. They hear us usher them into the presence of the Father. And it can make a tremendous difference. So many times I've seen people's, their heart melts when they hear us actually pray to God for them. It's our secret weapon. Sometimes we take it for granted because we pray so often and we do it so often and we, we forget that other people don't have that confidence to come to God. They don't have that assurance. And when they experience it with us, it touches their heart. So are there Angie's in your world? Are there people out there that if you, you, you're aware of needs and maybe you're praying for them, but if you pray for them right then, out loud, together, on the spot with them, and you pray for them, you're not putting on a show, you're not preaching a sermon to them, you're praying sincerely to God for them. It can make a big difference. All right? Father in heaven, we come to you today and we thank you for this powerful, powerful spiritual weapon we have of prayer. We can come to you because of the blood of Christ, because we're forgiven, because, because you've made us your children. We come, come to you as a child to a father. Your perfect love for us has cast out fear that, that we're going to be crushed or, or judged. Jesus, you took all that judgment upon you, yourself at the cross. So we can come to you now boldly, confidently, courageously, we can come to you like you're our Father because that's who you are. And you've invited us to pray. And Father, we pray, we ask, remind us that we pray more and more and more. We thank you that our prayers are different than the world's. We thank you that our prayers are different than other religions. We thank you that our prayers are different than those who don't know you. And I, and I, Lord, I just think that this is one of our great one of the great and beautiful things about our faith, our religion, is that we can talk to you personally. And I pray we would not hide that. Lord, we don't want to be like the Pharisees who prayed on the street corners in order to be seen of men. That's not our motive here. That's not our goal. But our desire is to have others see what they can have and to help introduce them to you. Lord, we pray the whole world would know you. We pray everyone would know you. You've meant so much to us. And we pray, Lord, that others would find you in the way we have. And so, Father, make us, give us this boldness, this courage to be praying for others and praying 
with others. Let them see us. Let them see us have a relationship with you. Let them see us as we love you and express our love and intercede and talk to you. We give you this day, Father, we pray that you would fill us with your joy, your power, your victory, your love, your courage. Fill us with faith. I pray that today all that we do would be done in love. I pray today we'd be men and women of of faith. I pray today, Lord, again, that within the sphere that we can make a difference, give us the courage to do so. Help us to cast our burdens upon you in the areas we cannot change. The areas that are out of our control, we give them over to you. We pray today for our country. We pray today for our, our president and our Congress, Senate, Lord, the legislation they're passing. It alarms us, Lord. We pray that you would thwart any evil agendas. We pray for freedom in our land. We pray, Lord, that we'd use it well. We pray, Father, that for a revival in our land. We pray, Lord, for a revival in the great cultural centers of Hollywood and Wall Street, Washington, our cities, our countrysides. We pray for revival in our families and our churches, Lord. We bring these requests to you, and thank you you hear us. We bless you today. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Hey, thanks for being with me. Today, I'm, I'm heading down to Jacksonville this afternoon or this morning, where I'll be teaching at the high school life training uh, conference for the next several days. So I'll be coming to you from Jacksonville over the next few days and uh, looking forward to teaching a lot these young people a lot of things about our faith, what we believe in, and why. So your prayers are appreciated. I'll be speaking tonight on the, uh, on the main opening session, and your prayers are appreciated for me as well. Also, if you see at the beginning, you know, I, I uh, have some slides up about um, uh, the Creation Museum and the Ark and my trip to Israel. If you're interested in traveling with me to Israel, make sure you go to my website soon because the early bird deadline's coming up within the next several days. And at least register, let us know you're interested. And we can talk to you about what's involved and, and current restrictions and what are we gonna do if COVID reemerges and all these things. We can answer those questions. But if you're interested, make sure you go to tomthepreacher.com and register so we can uh, make sure we're in touch and, and we'll answer your questions and, and, and so forth. And if you've never been to the Creation or Museum or the or the, the Creation Museum or the Ark Encounter down in Cincinnati, Ohio, I'm leading a group down there uh, at the end of this at the end of uh, July, July 30 and 31st. And it's not on the, up on the website yet what's involved, but we'll go to the Creation Museum on the first day, the Ark on the second. If you'd like to join us, you're more than welcome. Drop me an email, Tom at TomThePreacher.com. Drop me an email and tell me of your interest, tom at tomthepreacher.com. Drop an email, tell me your interest. We'll get details to you, and it's a great time to be together. It's a great time to learn together. You'll really enjoy it, and say um, you may bring a family along or just come by yourself, whatever. We're going to be spend the night down there uh, Friday night. We'll be there at the museum on Friday, the Ark on Saturday. It'll be a very, very intriguing, eye-opening, interesting time. So if you're interested, drop me an email and let me know. Till then, God bless you. You have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.